Welcome to Conversations with B. I am so excited about this journey where I am letting my passion lead me towards finding my purpose. My heart is filled with gratitude because you have decided to come along with me as I interview these special guests whose stories have resonated with me and I hope can inspire you. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everyone, to another conversation with B. I am so excited to be interviewing Hotlanta's newest comedian. Well, I like to say comedianist because she is a woman. Welcome to the show, Miss Kendra Crump. Hi, B. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. Kendra actually found me on Instagram mm -hmm. and sent me a message and we made this happen. And I'm, I'm so excited and blessed because I'm like, God is opening doors and people are coming to me. And I would have never even thought a comedian, but here you are, here we are, let's get it. Yes. And I yes. went to some of your content and I was just sitting at my desk cracking up and it was a laugh that I needed. And I was like, this girl is funny. She doesn't think she's funny. She knows she's funny because she is funny. So I really, I really, I'm thinking about some of the stuff I watch. So I'm just laughing. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. No, it's fine. It's fine. I understand. I finally found like what I really wanted to be in life, you know? So let's talk about that journey. How did you know, or when did you know that jokes was your purpose? Being funny, like. Okay, so. I've been really, okay, so I've been funny my entire life, um, been having people laugh. I remember my fourth grade teacher, uh, Miss Rosser, shout out to her. She said to me, she's like, Kendra, you always made me laugh. I saw her in my, you know, later years. And she's like, Kendra, you were so hilarious and everything. And so here's the thing. I went through a series of unfortunate events, right? Okay. I was trying to figure out, okay, what do I want to be? So first thing I said is, oh, I want to be a chef. Until I realized it's too much math in this. And I was failing math in like every year in school. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not doing this. Then I had one to be a basketball player. All right. And then I realized I hate running. Like every time this person misses a layup, we all got to run a mile. Make that person run a mile. All right. Then I wanted to be a hairstylist until I realized that you had to stand up on your feet all day. You could catch carpal tunnel. So what happens if you try to go home to masturbate? You can't. So I'm like, let me find something that is seemingly a little bit uh, less strenuous and you can have fun. But the problem that I've come across um, in today's, you know, this new generation, millennium, everything, um, people are very sensitive. Mm. Uh, I'm going I'm to tell you a joke that I made on Facebook that I was like under fire for. All right. And I have very, I don't know if you got dark humor, but if you got dark humor, I think you'll love this joke. The joke was transgender women aren't women. Let's call them X-Men. So I made that joke. And here comes the LGBT community. What are you talking about? They are women. People from school that I went, you know, graduated with and the thing the next thing I was gonna say was what bathroom y'all want me to meet you at like get off my Facebook like you're not gonna sit here and try to bully me on on online like you can delete me you know unfriend me or you can block me like it's just jokes I'm like, I'm like is this y'all's first day on the internet you know so I've been I, I remember I made another joke I would say several months prior to that and um the joke was 
have dating a skinny girl is all fun and games until you hit 90 on the freeway and she flies out the window like a paper napkin right mm-hmm. here comes a, an um an ex-friend of mine who i used to go to church with she's like kendra this is not funny delete this and i'm like honey I, I just laughed at her i was like oh okay i just put a bunch of laughing emojis just kind of like you know make her just a little bit more mad because i'm like sis you're the only one who's trying to argue with me so, so let here- me ask you this go ahead go mm-hmm. ahead um i see that a lot i see that and for me i know people are very very sensitive and we're trying to be very um tolerant i guess or accepting and considerate of everyone from all walks of life but it's a mm-hmm. lot and sometimes it's too much to keep up with so i do see comedians that i follow being canceled all mm-hmm. the time and happen to apologize and for me i'm like it's their art it's a of form course. of expression it doesn't necessarily um speak to what you stand for you know it doesn't necessarily speak to if you see someone that's trans and you're going to walk up to them and say, with a finger and say X or something like that, it was something that, you know, you thought was funny and you want to share, you want to put out. And unfortunately we do have the internet police and the sensitive mm-hmm. police and the politically correct police. I know that a few weeks ago, the girl who played in Princess Diaries, I can't, her name is escaping me right Anne now. Anne Hathaway? Yes. So she's in this new film where in the film, she's missing some fingers. Her character okay. is missing some fingers. Mm-hmm. And people, when the trailer went out, people were bashing her because what about, it's a group of children uh, that, are, that are born with missing fingers or missing extremities and things like that. Mm, in the okay. name of that, that group is escaping me right now again. But the point is, people were coming to her, bashing her, like, how dare can you, how dare you play a character like this? This is not funny. Da, 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 da. And she made a statement, an apology for it, um, and said that she'll be more considerate when choosing roles and things. And I was just like, goodness, this woman is an actress. She's trying to make a living. It's a character, it's not real. And we know that it's fictitious. So I definitely understand that and I definitely, because I've been, um, you know, B. Simone made a, a joke this summer, a joke resurfaced this summer from her and I didn't think it was nothing wrong with her. I said, she's a comedian. If mm-hmm. you don't like it, you could cancel her. Like you said, it's so easy to unfollow a person, block a person's content, then to put that energy into of trying course. to that person. And then whenever you reach you know, like a turning point in your art or in your in your um, delivery or in your content, that's when, you know, things might change. Because I've, you know, I've seen people go from, uh, you know, like comedians, um, mainstream or popular comedians to like Christian comedians and things like that. But I digress. So you were talking about your journey and knowing your purpose. And then you mm-hmm. talked about a slight challenge. So I do want to segue into asking you how, about some insight on how you deal with challenges as you were realizing your purpose. Okay, and and good question for that. Um, One thing I realized, and this is something I want to share with everybody, like the great reverend DJ from Hustle and Flow once said, aka Terrence Howard, he said, (laughs) everybody's got a dream, all right? You know, one of my favorite movies. And I'm 
like, you know what? We all have a dream. No matter what you want to be in life, you can go after, you can do it. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, if you're a pimp, you put Bishop Don Juan to shame, okay? Be the biggest <laughs> pimp out there, okay? Anyway, but you got to realize not everybody's going to, you know, like what you're doing. Um, you know, tell, they're going to probably tell you early on you can't do it. I'll tell you this. When I was in middle school and my sister, my old, not my oldest, my older sister, uh, who's got like 15 years on me. So look, my parents had me in their forties. I always say oh, wow. that. I think, I, I think my, my dad was close to 50 and my mom was like 40. I always say this. I'm like, I think my, um, parents were listening to, you know, between the sheets by Isley, uh, you know, Ron Isley and them. And that's how I got here. I feel like that back to what I was saying. <laughs> so my sister, she said, she's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? So I started listening to some things. I said, Oh, well, I can be a comedian. And I was 12 years old. She's like, you're not funny. How you gonna tell a 12 year old that like my, my self-esteem was all low after that? I'm like, how dare you? But you know what? I realized that again, not everybody finds me funny. I only person in my family, I got I got a uh my youngest brother, he laughs at 90% of my jokes. But as of like lately, he's been on this whole Hebrew Israelite. Are you familiar with uh, who the Hebrew Israelites are, uh B? in the bible just a bit i'm aware i'm aware okay okay cool so he's you know if you guys just go and you know they were basically the children out of uh that moses delivered out of israel but anyway i mean egypt so anyway um he's on this whole hebrew israelite tip and he's like oh the world's ending and don't worry about comedy you trying to be famous you know so he's not really on the board with me anymore and i'm like oh okay well anyway so like i said oh <laughs> i'm like oh okay so with all that being said i think the the fact of the matter is not everybody's gonna find you funny not everybody's gonna find you talented but if as long as you know deep down inside that you have a gift that god has given you something that can impact the world in a positive way then go after it you know Tupac Tupac said the realest people don't have a lot of friends if everybody likes what you're doing then that means something's wrong you have a lot of yes men in your camp and you cannot have a lot of yes men yes you know and so with the real some real men yeah of course of course you know like same thing with saying like you know I don't honestly I think on a count of like one hand I might have like three or four friends and mm. we use the word friend too loosely you know so I have a lot of associates I have a, definitely have a lot of acquaintances you know but again friends they're going to tell you the honest truth but they're going to say it with love they're going to yeah. help you get to where you need to be you know so again the challenges that I have um I of course I'll get trolls and one thing I used to do I used to try to clap back at everybody but you have some people out there who will just speak negativity you know negatively about you just so you can respond back because you know what they realize that um a person's going to respond back to negativity faster than positive positivity do you do they um troll you in your dm or on your content on your page I don't actually to be honest with you I don't even get trolls anymore oh. i mean i know they're, I, I, they when i first started up so i've been okay well let me kind of do a, a quick quick backstory um i started off with snapchat like maybe 2016 when snapchat was kind of popular already but i just kind of jumped on the train late so i started <laughs> started off with snapchat 2016 ish um and at the time i was just talking about like my my 
uh, videos were just like, if you listen to Little Kim's hardcore album, mm. um, it was like that. I was, I was a little, you know, I channeled my inner Little Kim, and people were like, Kendra, like, this is funny, but like, can you be a little bit more versatile or whatever <laughs> else it may be? So I had to start studying after other comedians. I would say 2018 is when I started transferring uh, some of my videos from Snapchat to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, then, like I said, I still was like, okay, what else can I say? What else can I do? Um, and around 2018 was when I started getting people, you know, with trolls and stuff like that. Cause I was, I kept trying to figure out, I'm like, how can I get myself, um, my name out there? Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with comedian Haha Davis. Yes. What, he looks like okay. the baby. He does. He does. But the baby's my baby. Stay away from him. Anyway, oh, yeah. I know why. Yeah. <laughs> but, I think but Jonathan's he, a bit too young for me. You know, I mean, you don't like him young. You you, you like him somewhere older, you know? No, I like him a bit long in the tooth. Okay. All right. Well, hey, well, hey, you know, whatever works for you, sis, whatever works for you. Um, but no, so um, I remember he was, he talked about an interview. He said, well, how did you get, you know, how did you get Snoop Dogg or Chance the Rapper to, you know, pretty much follow you and support you? And he said what he used to do was he would pretty much spam celebrities comments all day saying, I'm the funniest comedian on here. Follow me and check me out. And I said, okay, well, let me try that. What he didn't tell me was like a lot of these celebrities will post you, you know, comment like, um, Either they'll comment something might negatively or they'll post you, uh, post spam on you. So basically you have no access to their account anymore. So basically you're being blocked from their account. And I'm like, okay. So, and then that's, like I said, when the trolls started happening, say, oh, I went to her page and she's not funny and boo, get off the stage and a rotten tomato, rotten tomato. <laughs> like I was oh, wow. So this is, this is what the new technique, and this is why I say have a relationship. So energy. That's like an energy vampire to just do that it is you know like it's no purpose it is it is um and this is something else i was going to say as well that's why i have a you know have a relationship with god and what i mean by that is when you actually seek the father he will lead you and guide you and direct you to how you can get to where you want to get right Mm -hmm. so by me talking to god you know um often every day throughout the day he told me he said, Kendra, instead of you um, spamming these celebrities' accounts because you're getting more negativity than positivity, what you need to do is, and I realized that men are more supportive and they'll support faster than women will support women. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, it's like a competition in a sense, you know? So I've said, he told me, go, follow, go and, you know, show love to men, follow men. They'll follow and show love back to you and that's how you can get your content out of there and he also told me go and start he told me to go and uh on instagram type in podcast the first thing that came up was black podcast okay so email uh a direct message all of these different podcasters how i found you you know <laughs> and and you know and i also realized some people are going to be on the you know support train and some people aren't and that's something else that um, you guys have to realize. A lot of this stuff you can't take personal. Not everybody's going to believe me in your dream. Now, I also do know strangers will support you faster than people that you know as well. So, again, 
no matter what you want to do, you got to keep your feelings out of it. I've had people where, and I, I also like to interview, um, you know, my dream is to be on television and radio one day. So when I make it, you can say, oh my goodness, I interviewed her. I know her personally. You can actually shout me out, you know, tell, tell people to talk about me. Anyway. I love it, Kendra. And you said something that kind of resonated with me. And it reminds mm-hmm. me of a quote from Serena Williams that says the success of every woman should be an inspiration to another. We should mm-hmm. raise each other up and make sure we're very courageous, be strong, be extremely kind, and above all, be humble. And I have noticed that, you know, for us women to be in this community together, sometimes I would wish that the support was stronger, that Mm -hmm. the love was deeper, um, Mm -hmm. and that the, the takeaways one thing that I tried, you know, it, no, it doesn't matter the age of anyone who I interview or who I come across. I try to be open, you know, not saying like a stranger, you know, trying to support you, but I want to be open because I feel like I can learn from you and pull something away from your story. And I know my listeners can too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you mentioned the top black podcast network, and I'm so grateful for them because, because of my partnership with them, you know, look, you've come across me and so many others, but that's, that's the type of thing you talked about your prayer and your prayer mm-hmm. to God for direction. So that's the type of direction I have been praying for. I'm like, get my voice, get me in the hands of people who care and could, you know, lead me to a greater direction. So I love that Kendra. Idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you this and you already gave me a little backstory on it. But I want my listeners to know in case, you know, when they're starting to research you and follow you and things like that. Okay, Kendra, what was the turning point in building your business or your brand? You talked a little bit about your technique and how you changed your marketing technique because you were tired of the, the spam getting, you know, getting blocked with the spam. Mm-hmm. But, you know, tell me. How did Kendra go from Kendra to Kendra? What, what happened from the E to the Y? Okay, so on my birth certificate, my name is spelled K-E-N-D-R-A. I almost forgot how to spell my name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, how do I spell my name? But um, I had um, a person who actually was like, hey, you're freaking hilarious. Let me try to help you clean up your, you know, your page and everything. This was last year in December. He was the one who said, hey, let's try to spell it with a Y. And I was like, why? Why am I spelling with a Y? And after thinking about it, I said, this makes a lot of sense. We spell it with a Y because it's easier to find me. Like if you spell my name, Kendra Crump, regularly on Google, I'm telling you you guys will be on page 30 trying to find me. And after a while, you're going to be tired of clicking. And I equate that to like trying to go and, you know, you know, search for your favorite porn. It has to have a specific name. Okay, you and, and I wasn't gonna about to say something very vulgar porn wise, but hey, you guys know what your favorite porn is. It has a specific name that you just go to Google, you just type in every time, and it's just first link. There it is, first the first one. So that's the reason why I, I changed it as far as why um, it and it fits. It, it's like it makes it looks like it has more pizzazz. I like it. It, seem, it seems like it's boring. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, E don't seem like it takes no charge. The Y seems like, yeah, I am that that person. Like, what's up? You know, like the leader. 
I like that. I like it with the e, with the Y actually. So when I saw that, I just decided to go ahead and start using the Y and I said, I'll ask her later. <laughs> yeah, of course you can use the Y. I mean, you know what? Like, like for example, Erica Badu, like her name, her government name is spelled differently. She put some pizzazz to it and now like, you know, that's that's who she is, you know? Yeah, people name her, their kids after her spelled that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, she's starting a movement. She did. it's so funny you're so funny um (laughs) so did you did you want to before we you know move on with the interview did you want to talk more about you know your your comedy your comedy now and where you are now you talked about your snapchat days you talked about your Mm -hmm. beginning instagram days but you know where are you now you've changed your name you're connecting with, you know, podcasters, you're going on interviews. What, what does this mean for you now? You know, it's your, your purpose. You know mm-hmm. that you've, you've dealt with diligent dealing with the challenges um, as you were evolving your passion graciously because you're here today. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about today. Now what? So what now what? So now what, what now? Okay. Um, <laughs> Um, so currently I have 1.12 K subscribers. So by the time this episode airs and people listen to it, I'll have 2,000 uh, subscribers. All right. In the name of Jesus. Okay. I love the manifestation. Um, yes. Affirm it. Uh, I have like 5,800 uh, followers and I'm like, that's pretty, that's pretty much it where I, where I am right now. I'm no longer spamming people's accounts. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing that. You're you out know, of the ghetto. I, yeah, I, of course. Of course. Listen, we all, listen, listen, we, we all have to start from somewhere. Okay. You know? Um, but yeah, so far I'm, I'm pretty much doing that. Um, just continuing to, like I said, manifest every week. So what I do is um, every week, uh, cause I go to, um, I go to Clark Atlanta university as well. CAU. Oh, woo woo. Oh, and thank you. Thank you. Should be graduating, uh, God willing by May. So I can finally crit walk across the stage, uh, virtually. Um, <laughs> okay. and so, uh, every week, so, so let's say maybe on a Monday or Tuesday, I decide to say, okay, Kendra, this is my goal for the week. I'm going to try to, um, send an email or dm 10 to 15 different podcasters okay uh while i'm doing that let me send um a message to different people out there in the industry already so i can interview them so i'm consistently trying to get to the point where i'm doing like three interviews a day you know i want to get to the point where I am, I mean, I still want my eight hours of rest, but sometimes you might have to miss out on sleep to be successful. You know, I want to get to that point every day I wake up. So I work at the airport. So anybody who ever comes to Hartsfield Jackson, come to Concourse, be as in boy, be not, I'm at the kiosk. All right. Y'all leave me a tip too. Okay. I have good customer service. I don't care if it's I have to come through because I'm always flying somewhere so i'm definitely gonna have to yeah concord is delta i mean honey listen 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 because because i like you you might get a hookup only her all right anyway (laughs) so back to what i was saying back to what i was saying so um but yeah like i said i just i'm trying to every day i wake up you know i work my like three four days a week or so i don't mind you know the job that i'm doing you know 
Uh, but at the same time, I know this is not where I'm supposed to be. So I use this as motivation to say, okay, Kendra, even if you have to get up at 7.30 in the morning to do an interview, you know, you could still be sleeping in and have to go to work a few hours later. Like, which one is it? So I have, you have to at the point, and this is what I want to um, say to anybody from the, the young to the old. I want you guys to remember, like, you have a dream. Like, you, you, can, you can do it. It doesn't matter. The person who created KFC was in his 70s. Mm. 70s. Look, Abraham and, and Sarah had a kid when they were freaking 100. The dream is never, it, it, yeah. it, 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 it never, you can, yeah. it never dies. And don't, and one thing I realized is don't compare yourself, guys. I had a very huge problem with comparison. I would always compare myself. And I was like, this person's married and having, they had matching Jordans at 15. How come I'm not matching with somebody? <laughs> so, I realize God doesn't want me to match with nobody. He wants me to, you know, make sure my bank account's matching, you know, checking the savings or whatever. Like he wants me to work on that versus I match, get some gold grills and stuff like that. Cause I got my braces off. So I can actually go to Johnny Dang in Houston and get a gold in my mouth, you know, look player player. So anyway, I've been looking at um, the lady in the UK, Do- Do- Dolly Cohen. She did one for Queen Bees. So I'm like, oh. okay. So look, I guess we got to make a trip out there, right? And get get the get the get the gold and stuff. And so let me ask you this: I love, <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're balancing um, school, your career, mm-hmm. and working. So that's a testament that your dream could, you know, be alive mm-hmm. in the midst of becoming, right? Mm-hmm. So you talked about which was very smart to me. You say you research people who are already doing what you wanted to do. And you listen to those interviews and you, you know, read with those interviews and things like that. Which people or books had the most influence on your growth and why? Hmm. Okay. I love reading a lot of, besides, you know, the Bible, I love reading, you know, I can throw the Bible in there because, you know, the Bible is full of stories. And um, I realized that with all the stories that are uh, present in the Bible, it's a life learning lesson. Yeah. Um, I can use Mike Epps. I just finished reading uh, his book, Unsuccessful Thug, which is pretty good. I finished reading his book and he was talking about his journey to being um, a comedian. And so with that being said, Using that, you know, he said there was uh, in one part of his book, he said that he was really crying because he's like, oh, my gosh, like my dream is over. I literally left my infant daughter to come out here to New York and I didn't even make it past, you know, the first round. Like when he tried for SNL. No, this was in the 90s, like 19. His daughter was born in 93. Okay. So this was in like the early nineties. And so right before he made it to Def Comedy Jam and stuff like that, but he said oh. he was crying, you know, um, I was looking, I have another com- uh, comedian. She's a female comedian who is just, she's hilarious. Her name is comedian. Miss Pat found her off of the breakfast club. And one day I'm going to make it to the breakfast club. Just wait you, on it. You will. And so she was, you know, I read her book, her autobiography, and she was talking about her, you know, her starting with comedy. So I would say Mike Epps, um, 
comedian Miss Pat. I want to say, of course, like I say, um, the Bible. And, and like I said, I, I can't think of any specific story. I guess I can use David and, David and Goliath. We all have Goliaths in our lives. The, your Goliath might be something different or sim, different than what my Goliath is. My Goliath is having to consistently being told no or being led on. Well, I guess what bothered me, and I don't know if I just mentioned this or so, I've gotten to the point where I was so close to booking an interview with somebody. Um, and they said, yeah, we can do this on a Monday. I said, cool, cool, cool. And the person literally, I sent them a DM. They just opened it. It says seen. I said, okay, well, let me just check back with them. Three days later, I did again. It says seen. I said, okay, let me try one more time. Cause I've been told three times a charm. Not this charm over here. I don't know what happened, but uh, anyway. <laughs> so I tried again. I tried again. And I'm like, you know what? Forget you. Like, how dare you? You know what? And that's why, that's why I say, let me say, look, that's why I say be good to people because you don't know where your blessings are going to be. Because guess what? When I make it, these same people who, who, who wrote me off, they're going to be like, hey, Kendra, can we? Yeah, it's $500 for an interview. Now what? Oh, I try to come to y'all for free now. now. I was going to say, <laughs> I love how you take the challenges or the Goliaths and use your visionary sense with mm-hmm. comedy and make it funny. That mm-hmm. is really a, a a gift. So I'm I'm just in awe of that because I would be like, man, forget them people. And like, I wouldn't make a joke out of it. I'll be rolling my eyes about it. Yeah, you you have, you have, one thing I do is you don't take it, per- my uncle told me, Kendra, don't take it personal, take it with you. And, and you know, life is a joke. Like you can, I can find the funny in everything. The only issue that I come across a lot of times, people are like, if I tell them I'm doing comedy, tell me a joke. Negro, won't you tell me a joke? I'm like, come on now. Y'all think I got jokes in, in the back of my, like, it doesn't work like that. So I advocate anybody out there who comes across like up and coming comedians, don't do that. None of us like that. Mike Epps talked about that. Like, none of us like it when a person says, oh, well, tell me a joke, you know? So guys, don't do that. Just go and check us out on social media or, you know, I, I perform at local hood. So, but, you know, I'm <laughs> hey, coming to a section eight near you. I don't know. Um, so, so talk about that. So where can, where can we find your platforms? I know you're on mm-hmm. YouTube, you're on Instagram. Um, tell us a little bit about where we can find you. And then I can drop that in the show description as well. Okay. So Instagram, my Instagram is idolized dynasty. Let's see YouTube, YouTube. I post, you know, longer skits i do my own little individual podcast it gets a little vulgar on there it's rated pg-13 i'm sure you guys can handle it all right so my youtube you type in the space bar kendra k-y-n-d-r-a space people i need y'all to space crump c-r-u m as a mary p as in paul one point right now on today's date 1.12k at once once this comes out 2000 okay tell a friend tell a crackhead i don't care tell somebody <laughs> all right to go and subscribe okay i mean come on now people just just support me all right i'll support y'all you know if y'all have something to support but i'll support y'all okay now <laughs> i love it i love it um do you still do your snapchat um maybe like once every couple of weeks uh not not that often you know if y'all want to go follow me on snapchat and 
see me randomly post something that you know is 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 whatever you can follow me it's idolized dynasty it's the same as my um instagram and twitter dynasty come from okay so dynasty was my alter ego in high school dynasty was going to be like mike tyson because i was tired of people trying to bully me and then dynasty was going to be little kim you know whenever like you know whomever wanted to get this you know could but i'm like no wait this my husband can get you know that little kim okay i'm not i'm not trying to shack up with any of you guys you you know i ain't got none to, to bring to the table except somebody else's kids i ain't got time for that now and receded hairlines anyway anyway so <laughs> dynasty was like a mixture of those two um and i was gonna be a stripper and dynasty was gonna be my stripper name but then i realized that i have two left feet you would have thought that i was uh working for a non-profit organization because i was just gonna be bringing home pocket change every day so i couldn't <laughs> do that couldn't do that oh sis. i couldn't do that so yeah idolized dynasty that's where uh that's where it came from like i guess you know idolize me i don't know <laughs> um, let me let me ask you this so for my show I always ask a question out of my empowering deck. Mm -hmm. Um, It was gifted to me and I promised the person who gifted it to me that I would use it. Mm -hmm. So I've been shuffling the cards and I'm going to ask you, who am I when I'm alone? Who is Kendra Mm. Crump when Kendra Crump is alone? I love that. Okay. The real Kendra Crump um, and I've had stages in my life. Ken- Kendra Crump, and a lot of people don't realize, like, I'm human, so I go through those depressive moments in life. Um, so I am a very um, introverted person. Um, I- I'm still a people person, but when I'm alone, I'm a very introverted person. I'm a free-spirited, free-spirited hippie. Um, I am a, a child of God. I should have probably said that first, but um, well, that's in your bio. That's given. You you give reference and speak about the Lord. So yeah, but I, I sometimes, and that's what kind of bothers me. Sometimes I beat myself up because I'm not mentioning God first, and you know He's always been the head of my life. And so I beat I beat myself up because I'm like He's supposed to be first. I don't. I feel horrible when I put Him last in a sense you know I'm a person who overthinks a lot of stuff I'm a person who will talk about the same thing over and over again to the point it seems like there's like some type of like mental illness going on and I have to work on that you know um I'm a very caring person I'm a very caring person um and one of my dreams I love doing random acts of kindness like I'm one of those people who, when the Bible talks about, don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing. So you'll never, ever catch me on video showing my random act of kindness. I love doing that. Like, I want to be able to pay for somebody's rent one day just because, even if they have the money. So that's who I am, um, I guess, in a nutshell, when I'm alone. Well, Kendra, I love that. And you are a beautiful person when you are alone and when you are not alone. This was mm-hmm. such a fun, exciting interview. It's just a great way to start off my day with mm-hmm. joke, all these jokes and laughter and joy. So I really appreciate you sharing your gift with me. But before I let you go, you got to hit me <laughs> with a jokey joke. You, you got to leave us with a jokey joke. I am. All right. I got one. I got one. Okay. 
Um, why was the drug dealer jealous of the prostitute? Oh, I I don't know why. Because she can wash her crack and resell it. <laughs> my goodness! <laughs> well, oh my goodness! I can't even. <laughs> Kendra, thank you for this conversation. Thank you, sis. You kept it funny. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. To support Conversations with B, visit my website, www.thespiritualandbougieway.com, where you can read my blog, Join the TSBW journey or subscribe for updates. Remember, God loves you very much because you were created for something special.